We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Backliners podcast. It's Agro and Barracuda today, joined by the coach of the hottest team in town. You heard that mm. right. It's the Oni Warriors coach, L. Chuckles. Chuck, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Uh, unfortunately, for all of our viewers and not just our listeners, Chuck is an equal opportunity uh, type of guy. Um, yeah, he's hard and me. fast in his uh, rules on playing fair. And because our podcast listeners could not hear him he re- <laughs> or could not see him, he refused to be seen by uh by everybody else um so he has no webcam but it it's probably for the best because we'd be entranced by his moving image anyways yeah. said, i i stand in solidarity place. with uh <laughs> those those uh masses in the listening audience thank you and trust me when i say this this is not uh me lying someone needs to stand up for them because we are constantly mm-hmm. creating horrible <laughs> podcast content that is only enjoyed by people who are watching Barra twerk for example which that's, has happened that's kind of our thing you know that's kind of our thing is to have like a very like disorganized you know mm-hmm. video podcast thing mm-hmm. you know it's we we have to stick to our brand basically i would agree that it's our brand i think it would have been better if we had immediately come off the rip and said this is going to be a podcast that would have been way better if you watched it um, <laughs> but then not had any video to it at all. Like that's the, that's the draw to it. You know, uh, surely that would have been successful. Wait, why do we stream with our webcams? If it's a um, podcast, we that's don't true. have to. Yeah. Let's just turn them off. You want to try it? You want to see what the YouTube comments say? No, that'd be, that'd be too, okay. Yeah, that's fine. That'd be too bad. Too bad. Too, too bad. bad. People, too bad. People are here for your face. My face. Yeah. Your face. Chuck's face. Chuck's face. I, yeah. That's a handsome picture, by the way. You're, Thank you're looking you. good. I told Thank him that I tried to find him a, a fetching picture. and uh, A what? A fetching? A fetching picture? Is that is that a thing now? Is that what the cool kids are saying? Not now. I think it's like in the, in the 1860s. 18, oh, yeah. not then. <laughs> but uh, give or take. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what they said back then. never are, heard anyone say that. Isn't Sorry. that like... I've never watched a single second of any episode of it, uh, but I assume that, like, Bridgerton, they say that kind of stuff, you know? And that's a show that people talk about. Um, that sounds that. like a Bridgerton word. Yeah. Chuck, have you ever watched any Bridgerton? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. 
You can say yes, man. It's a safe space. No, I, I actually don't know what it is. I assume it's... It's a oh, racing... It's 2020? Yeah, it's a recent show. Um, in, it is... Uh, it is... It definitely sounds British aristocracy based. Yeah, it is almost certainly that. All I know about it is that the people are attractive and there is some tension between them of sexual nature. Really? <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Why are you being so weird? <laughs> Why did I say it like that? You can say it, it's okay. I miss one week of SPL casting and I forget how to word anything in a normal way. Yeah, that's uh yeah, that's the draw of the show, I think. Um they're so, attractive and uh, there's sexy drama, you know. Yeah, that's, it's a sexy uh, drama for sure. It's nice. Well, Fred Neil and I did just finish uh, Love is Blind season two, so maybe. Oh, that's how was it compared to season one? How how was it compared to season one? Oh, you know, we watched we, we skimmed here and there mm-hmm. for the for the juicy parts, but uh-huh. You know, yeah, there's, yeah. there's there's some colorful characters that yeah. uh, you, you just can't help but fall in love with. I really was upset that there wasn't more of Dry Bear in season one. That's, yeah. I I wish. I think they made up for it with Shake <laughs> in season two. Okay, I haven't watched any season two. Bear looks very confused. Bear, did you not know that Dry Bear was on a Netflix reality dating show? What? This is big news. Yeah. Doesn't know what fetching is. Doesn't know. Chuck, yeah, do you where see my vine has been? Time? This is unbelievable. Jeez, is this my fault? Am I just uneducated? Yes. What yes. happened? Yeah, Dry Bear what? was on Love Is Blind season one. If you are looking to watch it just for that, I will warn you ahead of time that there is much less Dry Bear than you will want. But he is there. You do see him. You do get to hear from him a little bit. Um, oh. Talking to him about the show. Uh, afterwards we actually when it premiered we went to his house and watched the premiere with him and it was wild hearing about the behind the scenes um it was really can it was really Jared or no? i have no idea if i can i feel like i shouldn't oh, okay. just in case yeah. i don't want to blow up his spot um yeah no that's fair yeah netflix will get you yeah netflix will get me um i'm sure they yeah. have very many lawyers I remember seeing like highlights of this show with like one guy that was just like the most arrogant person I've ever heard talk in my life and was mm-hmm. like Yeah, you get that. The, he was the guy that was like, Can I pick you up or something? Like yep. like literally like oh, weight yeah, wise. That's, 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 that's shake. Yeah, that's my, I, I, my boy. That's, that's your boy. That's your guy. My guy. <laughs> love that guy. We love Shake in this household. <laughs> Well, no, I've not watched the show, but I've seen, I've seen, you know, some some things. Chuck, would you say yeah. that you're like a reality, like bat, intentionally so bad it's good TV show fan? Is that like an archetype that you're a fan oh, of? Goodness, no. Neil, uh, Neil had to do some convincing mm. to to get us watching it. it did you but, regret uh, watching it? No, we didn't. I mean, we did skip like three episodes at the end, but mm. you know, we we got the good bits. Can there's, I recommend uh, to you? Oh no, go ahead. Sorry. Nah, there's there's juice enough in there. It's 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 there's some it's meat a... on the bone. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I I will recommend uh, to all who like that genre or are even semi interested in it, because uh, I am typically not. But I watched a little bit of Love Is Blind because a Dry Bear was on it, and but I got really into a show on Netflix called The Circle, um, which is more or less Love Is Blind. <laughs> but better um how it's it, it, 
there are intentional catfishes. Um, <laughs> and you're they're like isolated in these apartments, but they can talk through this social media app called the Circle, where they like they can only speak to it. So they're like Circle message Barra, and I'd be like, Hey Barra, haha, winky face emoji. <laughs> Crazy week in the SPL monkey with hands covering eyes emoji <laughs> what did you think about what the titans were doing on sunday question mark and then i okay circle send and then i'll sit there and i'll go yeah i'm really hoping that barra gives me some insight as to what he thought the titans were doing badly so that i could know what the bolts think are good and then barra would get the message and be like oh a message from Agro, and he'd read it out loud and then he'd respond in the exact same way and it's all so troll but the the producers are literally like jigsaw like from the saw <laughs> movies like they are psychos and the things they make these people do are like the twists they throw at them are unbelievable uh by far my favorite crappy reality show i've ever watched it was very worth turning my brain off and watching it i feel I like you sold me to watch it and also not to watch it at the same time and i don't know which one's gonna win later tonight when i sit down for the tv let let it flow through you barra you know like just let the moment take over and i think you'll arrive at the right conclusion i'll watch episode one tonight i'll uh, i'll let you know what's up yes that's uh that's what it's about my wife in the chat is saying how uh how right she always is and she is right all the time uh and that's just the way it works everybody well said yes that is the way it works um she was actually right about something very recently that i wanted to bring up on the podcast byer why are you laughing just the way you phrased that she was actually right (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to Uh, well she was right uh as i was saying the other day I thought you had sniffed out my Mint Mobile ad that I was coming up with, Vera, oh, but no, beautiful. she was right. A beautiful segue. About Dang how it. she could, we could just <laughs> save more and spend less this year by switching to Mint Mobile. I thought Vera sniffed it out. I was very disappointed. I wish I did. I, I wish, wish I did. I'm glad you didn't, though. Why? She said to me, Ryan, why are we still paying for insane amounts of money every month for wireless when switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year? It's crazy. It's like she was reading off a script. The next thing she said was, as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings starting at just $15 a month. And then she said, why don't you just ask Barra about how much he and Destiny love read, love using Mint Mobile? And then I thought, I can just do that on the podcast. So Barra, could you... Uh, could you scratch my knowledge itch here and let me know how great I didn't know what you're going to ask me to scratch right there. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I am an enormous fan of Mint Mobile, of course, because it's only $15 a month and it's very fast and very cheap and perfect for me and for you. And for that's the royal you, by the way, as if we oh. were in Bridgerton, but not the sexy part. <laughs> Unless well, I think we're. I think we're all attractive enough to be on that show. I wouldn't disagree with you. Uh, I would probably need to shave, but you know what? Once I do, we're going to be in business. I think. I think. Oh, that, yeah, I think uh, you actually agree with that. Yeah, it's getting a little. It's too long right now. This is the podcast content we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this this moment right here, talking about my beard. Yeah, that's uh, th- this is what podcasts are about. Chuck, I did have a question for you in the middle of this Mint Mobile ad. Go Why on. do you think they call it Mint Mobile? 
Oh, it's just so minty fresh. Mm. Uh, sweet on the tongue, like a mint. Uh, refreshing, uh, keeps you going. Uh, it's just the best. I love mints. <laughs> oh, and it's mobile. Oh, and it's that. mobile, right, for the mobile part. I was wondering about the mobile part. That does make sense, now that you put it that way. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped straight to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash backliners. That's mintmobile.com slash backliners. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash backliners. All right, guys, we're 12 minutes into our Smite podcast. Do you guys want to talk about Smite, or should we keep talking about... Ah, uh, rebrand to Love is Blind podcast, thank you. I have said multiple yeah. times that I would love to have a podcast where I have no agenda, other than to just spew thoughts without any Is that of... what you do anyways? Yeah, but event- I just feel guilty that eventually I have to bring it back to Smite. And I do want to talk about Smite the vast majority of the time. <laughs> but, like, I, I feel like... I could be talking about other stuff at the same time, you know? I feel like you just need a podcast by yourself to just rant. No, I can't be just me. I need someone to get me riled up, Bear. I need someone to... What What was the phrase we were using the other day? Uh, stirring the pot? I need someone we to stir... That? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we got... We like stirred the pot. pot on each other, remember? I stirred the... It was when Ashes <laughs> was there, and I had Destiny put on the headset... And I said, oh, don't you that the was time. messed up, bro. That was that was too far, dude. I have a confession <laughs> to make, chat. Uh, I have a confession to make. And Chuck, before we get into Smite talk, um, <laughs> for real this time. Last last thing before we've got time. Smite. We've got time. We've got <laughs> Almost time. certainly not the last thing. Um, <laughs> what did what got me riled up that day, Barra? What was my? Re- I, I was definitely getting revenge. Um, I don't remember uh, what it was about, though. I don't remember why you were mad. I remember what you said about me. I remember what I said as well. This is how it always goes, isn't it? The retaliation is always what ends up making someone more upset. It was the it was I mean, the talk about pizza, Percy. It was the episode where we talked about pizza because Ashes was there. And I remember that. But Barra intentionally stirred my pot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so I it was started, on the episode, right? It wasn't almost after. certainly, almost certainly. Okay. Um, yeah. And I thought it would be funny, and I was right um, in my camp, to uh, have, have Destiny, right, have Destiny put the headset on after the podcast. And I reminded <laughs> Destiny of a time, there was a saga many, uh, over a year ago at this point, where Barra asked me, he said, hey, Destiny made some chocolate chip cookies, and they were they were pretty good. I told her that they were a 9 out of 10, that they just needed like a little bit of something else, and they would have been perfect. And oh, she's trouble. upset with me. Um, because I said they were a nine out of 10 and, uh, I, I offered a critique and I said, well, did you ask for chocolate chip cookies a certain way or something like that? And he said, no, she just made chocolate chip cookies and she brought them to me and I took a bite and I said, this is pretty good. This is like a nine out of 10. And I said, yeah, you messed up. You say 10 out of 10 in that situation, no matter what, no matter what your wife brings you some chocolate or your partner brings you some chocolate chip cookies you tell her it's a 10 out of 10. And uh, and this was that discussion bridged multiple weeks where we would talk about it with Destiny uh, after the podcast. And I just thought it was in my it was on my mind for whatever reason. And I just chose to remind Destiny of the time that Barra said her chocolate chip cookies were a 9 out of 10. That's all I did because it was on my mind and I thought she might like to think of it as well. 
And I did not like to think of it. And she glared at me, and then I was in the doghouse all night that night. You were watching so Snoopy Stream? You, you, I was, sub, of course. I had a sub and everything. I, I had to get in there. Well, we love being in the doghouse. That's uh, true. That's how it's got to go. I don't know, man. It isn't that bad. It's obviously a little bit of fun. But uh, you do say 10 out of 10 in that situation. Um, I mean, she was asking for an honest opinion. You know, that's that's what it comes oh down to. Honesty. Well, They're a dying on the nine out of ten hill, bro. That last digging. one, Chuck. He's gonna clutch those still, pearls until he still dies. Digging. That's uh, that's impressive. <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong, but it's impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It takes a real a real smart person to say something like that, you know, yeah. just a really intelligent individual. I know that I come off as the bad guy in that story until Barra says she asked for an honest opinion. And then I look like a saint in comparison <laughs> to Barra. Look, 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 look. Okay, my rating system for everyone out there, a 10 <laughs> out of 10. No, a 10 out of 10 is the best chocolate chip cookie I'll ever have in my entire life. Ever. Uh-huh. Ever, ever, ever. That goes for pizza, that goes for lasagna, that goes for anything. Uh-huh. A 10 out of 10 is unmatched, you know? Uh-huh. You can't just be handing out 10s willy-nilly like Agro does. Like, mm. I don't want to be that guy. Just everything you bring me is a 10. Like, you got to earn it, you know? Oh. Come on, guys. You got to build me up here a little bit, right? You gotta, Vera, I'm really looking forward to you right, and your last waiting moments of life with light fading from your eyes, being able to list the 10 out of 10s that you have because you couldn't <laughs> definitively say until that exact moment. Exactly. Okay, but <laughs> okay. there was a lasagna that Destiny made recently, or not recently, but like once I went vegan. That thing is a 10 out of 10. That thing is an absolute banger. Same with her black bean burgers. Those are like absolute strong tins. Like but I don't think cookies, you can make better things. Cookies weren't. Uh, but yeah, but you were clearly yeah, exactly. saying okay. exactly. Okay. That's, thank you. All right. Yeah. All right okay. Great. Well, yeah. I mean, now we're on board. Is Destiny busy from eight to nine today, or what? Is she not? <laughs> I hope so. She's <laughs> asleep upstairs. Imagine how she feels about this. <laughs> I very much you know, like. Uh, you know, normally, like, the podcast goes out on Mondays and we all toss it a retweet. If if we could, mm-hmm. I would like Destiny to retweet with her thoughts on oh, no. this conversation. Um, <laughs> oh, that's what, that's, that's what I would like. Yeah, I think she's busy for the next... Uh, oh, okay. Long time. Okay. Just yeah, really okay. long time. Oh, Soge says she'll, he'll make sure that she gets the message. Thank you, Soge. That's, that's unlucky. Uh, that's the people's Olympia right there. <laughs> all right, let's talk a little bit of Smite, shall we? It was the first week of SPL. Oh, Games, yeah. from, from a zoomed out perspective, real quick... Games were awesome, I thought. Uh, a lot of very close matches, not a lot of blowouts, a lot of sets went 2-1. Um, overall, more competitive than I expected week one to be. Um, and it was a lot of fun to watch. So let's uh, let's talk about each match real quick. I did not watch every match all the way through, so I will be leaning on you guys a little bit to uh, to fill me in on the things that I missed. Because I don't have to work on the weekends anymore. That's a that's a that's me rubbing it in the face of the casters um, that they have to. Keep and us, on. yeah, they they would love hearing that. I think. Yeah, well, they can hold that out. Um, wow. King, Kings Leviathans uh, started off with the Kings dub in this set. I watched uh, I watched that game. Um, the knock support for Ronnie was doing okay, 
But backline mm-hmm. struggled a little bit. This was not Steve's best week, I would say. Um, I thought yeah, Steve struggled I mean, this week. I mean, look, he's a three-time, you know, uh, like, if he wants to put up his feet and relax, like, <laughs> one weekend out of the year, I think he's earned that, you know. But I, I do agree. Uh, there was definitely some uh, questionable uh, deaths here and there, some questionable positioning by Steve. Um, but... I mean, overall, I think he still played. He did his job, but uh, yeah, it was a little, just a, a little sloppy, you know, here and there. Yeah, it wasn't variety at the play-in tournament or the the kickoff tournament, but it wasn't he was doing God's work out there. Yeah, it wasn't the best week uh, Steve's ever had in regular season SPL play. But like you said, not a not a huge deal by any means. Uh, mm-hmm. Chuck, you're familiar with uh, with young steven zappas mr um, zappas yes what uh what what was your estimation for do you agree with our estimation that uh that it was not his best week uh i mean yeah i i don't think it was like anyone's best week sure. like to be honest it's it's it's, for, it's it's the first week yes except for except for who? whose best week who Mine, it was my best week. Yes, let's go, baby. Hooray. Let's go. Except when we lost to you. Well, spoilers, Chuck. We're getting to that one next Ah, time. Come on now. That's uh, that's all right. Everyone should have watched every single minute of every single game except for me because I'm the host. Get over it. Um, Yeah, I'll be honest. uh, I skimmed through Sunday's matches because I took a smite break yesterday. Uh, You know, I think that's healthy to do sometimes where you just... uh, That's respectable. You know... When you're on for six days straight playing Smite or watching Smite, you uh, you need to take a little uh, relaxer. So I watched those games today, but I kind of skimmed through them. But mm-hmm. anyways, back to Friday. Back to Friday. Uh, Leviathans do pull out the win the last two mm-hmm. games of this set. Um, Twig played Baka game three. Anytime that god gets locked in, I get a little confused. Um, yeah. yeah. It wasn't Yotun's Baka. Their mid-trio of this game is just interesting to me. It's Baka, Zeus, Eset. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Zeus and the Eset kind of fit a style of play, but the Baka is just kind of there, and I feel like it's just kind of there because of the Cleo Tiamat. Like, maybe you can blink on them and, like, force beads, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But I don't know, like, anything beyond that. I mean, obviously, I don't think I've seen a Baka pick in scrims, like, at all. And then we just see a Baka pick here. So, I mean, it's the first week of a new season. So I guess people are still like testing things. Mm-hmm. I know we were testing things as well. Um, yeah, uh, just an interesting uh, draft here, in my opinion, by the Kings. Yeah, it does go a little bit sideways with the Baka. It's it's a difficult pick to make work, I feel, in a, in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. And when you've got a stand and deliver sort of comp with... Uh, Zeus Eset. It's a uh, it. it's a it's a little <laughs> difficult to squeeze a little hungry man in there. I feel. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like you're gonna hope they're gonna like full engage on your Zeus Eset, and the Baka gets like a free initiation. I guess like that's the only way I can see those that like three v three working. Uh, but yeah, weird weird pick overall. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite scream in the chat saying haters uh i assume in response to the baka and the jotun's baka comment uh and i and i just love it scream i really do not the jotun's baka but um what you're bringing to the table at all times for the record um 
But yeah, overall, Kings, I thought, looked pretty good. Big Man also had a pretty rough game three on this Zeus, if I remember correctly. Bologna seemed to be a big pick for Harry this week. Um, also, mm. Kernanos was pretty prevalent, uh, particularly as a counter matchup to Medusa. Um, what uh, what do you make of... The, the, I was watching a little bit of Hazer and Snoopy stream um, this weekend, and, and Hazer's a pretty notorious Kernanos hater. Uh, I know you are a pretty notorious Kernanos lover, Bera. Um, mm-hmm. Could you could you give me a a defense of the pick in general? Um, the cripple obviously is a huge buff. Um, I think also people don't know how to play against the cripple yet. Uh, so you catch people off guard all the times when you hit it for some mm-hmm. reason. Like people will be out of position because they're used to being able to be in that position before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, my throat's doing weird things um that's all right it's just a podcast yeah i I, <laughs> I actually like the cern pick a lot sometimes obviously the team fights can go really bad for you because you just get dove and instigipped mm-hmm. but i think if your team is playing around you you have really good team fight dps also you have relatively good objective dps as well obviously with your one relatively good to stay in lane uh i think he's better in lane and in like two v twos than he is in team fights uh, mm-hmm. So obviously you want to win the game a little earlier on CERN than uh, drag it out. But I think he's good enough to just slot in like anywhere right mm-hmm. now. Um, but I think he does obviously no CC immune ult and his dash is like kind of bad. Um, unless you're dashing in obviously. But yeah, he's he's like a a good aggressive pick. Like that's in, in my opinion. Sure. That makes sense yeah. to me. I mean, historically, he's been the kind of pick where if a team picks him, he will die very easily, just because <laughs> if the jungler has beads, then there is literally nothing he can do. Mm-hmm. But with the with the cripple and the larger map and the more objectives like obelisk that you need to play for, there's less, uh, you know, time to sit on that Kernanos, and plus. Like all a, a lot of values being put on like these high val- these high aggression uh, ADCs right now, mm-hmm. like Medusa, and he slots in really well into that. It's so it's probably... Crusher, in my opinion, like if yeah. you if you get hit by a two three Serenos with Crusher, and then if he has Aussie two, you literally get one tap. Like you're you're dead. That all makes sense to me. Yeah, I think Kern is fine. Um, I I wouldn't top three him without seeing my Hunter matchup. Or my jungler matchup. He does still die. Because he will be dying, though. Uh, but if I'm bottom two in my hunter pick and it looks pretty good into what they have so far, yeah, why not? Um, I think uh, I think it's certainly playable in that instance. And then that mm-hmm. brings us to the showdown between these two fine gentlemen to my left on the screen. It's uh, It was Bolts and the Oni Warriors. Maybe? This is big, actually, because, uh, guys, I didn't get a chance to watch all this game. Um, okay. So Fake you, man. You guys get, to, well, I just assumed it was going to be a banger, and then I'd get a recap from you guys together. Because uh, I knew you'd be on the show, Chuck, of course, and totally course. messaged you about it not a few hours ago. <laughs> um, what? Uh, g- give me the breakdown here, Chuck, from your perspective on this set, because you're the guest and you get to go first, and then Barra can tell us about how stupid and wrong you are afterwards then. <laughs> yeah i okay all right well, well well when you put it like that <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Bear's, i mean Bear's never been right about anything so you'll be fine oh uh, okay very valid 
Thank, thanks for clarifying. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was it was a pretty good set. I think, like like I said, I think pretty much all teams right now are still a little bit rusty. So it wasn't like it it was it, it was it was good in the sense that both teams made mistakes that were then capitalized, which then made for some nice moments. But uh, yeah, I mean. The I, I think outside of game three, which I feel we kind of just got a little bit rolled, we uh we had we had pretty good early game control, which uh worked out well in game two. Uh, not so much in game one where we uh, didn't transition quite well. Because uh, right now, right now in Smite, you uh, early games early games important, and you can snowball very easily. But if you look at all of these matches this weekend. A lot of them get decided in that mid-game. If someone just makes a big mistake, or even a little mistake, then it's very easy for the other team to just capitalize and either reverse a lead or snowball uh, a lead that they've already got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Leads seemed impactful, but not game-ending by themselves. Um which meant that teams had to play pretty clean through the mid, and I definitely saw a couple of mistakes from, from teams this weekend that... Lost them games that looked like they should have won. Um, Barra, how about how about this set from your perspective? Yeah, I'll be honest. I have no idea how we won the game one. Uh, <laughs> we uh, there is. I have no idea how we won that. I don't even remember what happened. I just remember like you guys did that start that we were not prepared for at all because no one was doing that in scrimmage. Yeah, no one was doing that in scrims against us, so I walk in the lane, there's a Kyra on level 2, and I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and my lane has never recovered after level, or like, level 1. My lane, I'm just on an island that game. And then we have like, some insanely good team fights game 1, and somehow clutch it. I'm pretty sure that's more on the Warriors trolling than us playing well, because I think that lead was like, big enough to be it on was them. yeah it, it, it was it was pretty insurmountable and then uh we did a little bit of an oopsie which uh, <laughs> yeah we, 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 are, we all want to do at times a technical term <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, i think game two oh yeah dardas went like absolutely bonkers in game two uh he just like farmed us so hard i think nika also played really good yeah, your your draft like once you get to like team fight stages, this game is just like so insane, and I don't think we were like ready for that in the game. Um, we also didn't capitalize on our mid game like we should have, and then you guys just kind of uh, the team fights were kind of unwinnable. I think once we got to yeah, them. we kind of we we had the same sort of build up that we got in the previous game, and then we just didn't hard into the way. <laughs> in game two, that's yeah. I'm looking at now. Nika has 35k damage, and the next closest person has 19k. So, if anyone was wondering if Cleo was a good pick this weekend, uh, <laughs> it turns out she was. Yeah, uh, I think that god's good. Nice. I think that god's good personally. Someone in my chat said she won all nine games this weekend, which yep, is nine and uh, kind of impressive for any pick ever. <laughs> but uh, yep. that's actually. That, yeah, that's actually crazy. And then, uh, yeah, game three was a stomp. We, in my opinion, like, our draft was just significantly better this game. I don't think you guys, like, had a chance. Yeah, the second you get AMC into, like, 
Cthulhu camo, it's kind of... Like, unless we are in the driver's seat from minute one, then come team fights, that is a very squashed little bug. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think... uh, Drafting is, like... It's kind of crazy right now. I feel like sometimes you can just win a game off of draft alone, which... I feel like it hasn't really been that way previously, but it might just be because everyone's so good now that we're all in like around the same skill level mechanically, and all the teams are around the same teamwork level. So it's just okay at a five v five standpoint, like you talked about earlier, Chuckles. Like in the mid game, like who's gonna win? What draft is yeah. better? Uh, so I think you can like go into games with these deficits and still be confident in your team fight and in your team comp because we saw it like happen all weekend in my opinion of mm-hmm. just if your draft is that good your draft is that good um but at game three i don't think you guys ever like got your like legs on the ground unfortunately and we just yeah. like, held w the whole time i think yeah i think unless we get some very clean ganks off or like massively mm-hmm. invade and you know, super destabilize some like some side of the map. It's just probably always going to go that way. Like yeah. AMC and Tiamat are just not really equipped to deal with the sort of comp that you had. Yep, and we were we were pretty excited at the end of that draft because we kind of just knew we we're like, okay, as long as we don't make any stupid mistakes, we'll win this. Yeah, yeah, it's a good look. Anyways, draft for sure. On to Saturday. On I to Saturday, make one chuckles. Look at Look at you. Okay, let's uh, let's go to Saturday where you guys lost this set, Barry. Does that sound good to you? Is that what you want? Because that's the transition that you're giving sure. me in this spot. Oh. Um, well, I thought there was... Wait, did we play first? You did. According to oh. this... Uh, oh, yeah, that was such a come. late night for me, dude. I left the studios like 8 or yeah. like 7 or whatever. Yeah. Had three, to go home. Three game sets. 40-minute drive home. Menace. Yeah, thanks for that, Chuckles. And uh, you couldn't just lose in a 2-0. We had to make it so long. You couldn't just beat us in a 2-0. Well, if you either. didn't come back game one, Barra, you could have been home much uh, Yeah, that, that's on you, my that's, guy. That's a fair point. I'm sorry. Uh, that's my fault. Yeah, I had to like drive 40 minutes home and then do picks and bands and then come back first game of the day the next day. It was it was fun. It was a really enjoyable time. That's uh, that's the the tough life of the gamer sometimes, Barra. You know, that's the that's that's how it's got to be, unfortunately. Um, yeah, yeah go this ahead. game one we have a very our early games are not great right now most of the time we're like just doing a lot of stupid things in the early game just dying in like really bad ways kind of across the map and yeah just we're, we're just doing a lot of stupid mistakes and i think we end up like do we win game one you did win game one yeah yeah i don't know how we keep winning these game ones but <laughs> we should not be winning but it seems to be a uh, saving grace of our team right now, thankfully. Uh-huh. Um, and I think, yeah, we just have really good team fights game one. Ended up clutching it out. And then game... Oh, game two. Ooh, baby, this was a fun game for me. We put me on an absolute island over here in the duo lane. And, uh, you know, we took a lot of fights in mid. And uh, it turns out that uh, their duo lane can rotate before I can. Alone. So, uh... You know, we you know we fought a lot of men and we we got punished for it. You know, bro, adventure uh, didn't. My man finished this game eight and two in top of the player damage charts. He was pumping this game. 
Yeah, he's also a Zeus, you know. He just uh-huh. he throws out a two one combo and then presses three and uh, damage on like five thousand damage. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and last hits like I mean he's doing Crazy. it all zero assist he, game for the. How Zeus. does he do it? <laughs> but he did. He did go a scaredy cat build of the hammer and the void or the hammer, the helm and the uh, the void stone. Void yeah, this shield. I don't like this. Um, it is good. I'm not saying it's not good. That's why. That's not why I don't like it. I don't like it from a it's yucky to look at perspective yeah you know? oh, yeah it's definitely not attractive Icky. and then i i think that was the game that was the game where haddock's just like yeah guan is a bad character he even tweeted about it afterwards he was like yeah guan is a not great and then game three i think we just yeah we kind of did the same thing we did game two we just like had a lot of bad fights <laughs> in mid uh oh yeah game two we had a giant lead and then we just threw it away um, which was fantastic for me. Really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think yeah we misplayed a lot late game as well. Obviously, I don't want to go into like too much detail because we had a long like sure. team talk about this stuff. Um, but yeah, we just had kind of bad macro, um, and we just have to like clean our early game up from this set. And oh yeah, I think Blues Ultra posted it today. Like Kings are like by far the best on Obelisk control and Totem control. Like, they have so much neutral gold coming their way. Is it's that absolutely crazy. Is that the secret strat? The fabled strat oh. keeping under wraps? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, okay. <laughs> is that the one? This is, kinda, is this what this Harry is... died for? <laughs> 27 times? Is this the, the blood god that Harry was offering his sacrifice to during that <laughs> tournament? The, the god of Ku? Okay. So, I talked about this a little on stream as well, but it's kind of crazy that, okay, there's like a four-way like little square going on here. Like, we mm-hmm. beat Warriors, Warriors beat Leviathans, Leviathans beat Kings, and Kings beat us. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like a, I feel like that hasn't happened like ever in the SPL, where like yeah. every team can just beat another team. Mm-hmm. And a lot of parity right now. It's looking awfully competitive. Yeah. I, I know I know it's like kind of cringy to say, but like I really believe this is the most competitive Smite's ever been. Yeah, I think it has gotten more competitive every year. Um, it has gotten more competitive in the middle of the pack through the last few years, but obviously mm-hmm. eighth place team or tenth place team, whatever it's been, the last place team has not been particularly competitive. Um, this year, I think that could, could very well be different. And Genetics did say in the chat, Obelisk, Totem, Scorpions, all go to the Kings. So, you know... The, oh, yeah, and Scorp. Yeah, sorry. The old... Uh, surely there's, uh, there's like, a good acronym we can make from OTS that's not just OTS, you know? Like, TOS isn't great, because that's Terms of Service. SOT is already Solo or Troll. <laughs> um, Stowe... We- we got stow. Yeah, stow is not We got stow stow those flowers in the obelisk and receive <laughs> gold. <laughs> and that's how you win a championship, right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's, damn, uh, that, that's, damn straight. That's what Chuck is bringing to the table. Uh, just, just ways to think about it that way. All right, the king strategy is uh, henceforth. I'm just tossing out all the Bridgerton words. Uh, known as uh, as Stow. That's what that's what it is. Uh, oh yeah, and Strength of a Dragon says you can add in Pyro for stop. That's massive. Or pots. Or pots. Or pots. Yeah. Yeah. What else starts with P and Smite? 
Um, anyways. <laughs> Who cares, Steven? <laughs> uh, then it was the Jade Dragons up against the Solar Scarabs. I didn't get to watch this set at all. Um, but it kind of looks like Jade was just in control for the majority uh, of it. It was kind of a big Cthulhu diff. Uh, every team fight, Final K just kind of went potters for some reason mm. okay sometimes cthulhu does nine trillion damage and sometimes he just dies that's it and this is one of the games where he does nine trillion damage and literally just kills everyone in every team fight scorpions then... totems obelisks poggers the stop good. strategy good i like it that's uh, powerful uh, you uh, need to there's four things you need to do in a smite game four things you need to do in a smite game scorpions totems obelisks poggers that's or it. pop off no chuck uh, poggers shh. okay sorry sorry thank you there you go what what do you mean what barrel we <laughs> just went over it how did you forget already where does poggers fit in you have to go poggers in the game barrel it's right there man oh i thought that was like related to like like a letter in there it was like okay never mind Never mind. What? I laid it out Look. for you. I did the. We said it was co. We could make it make it stop. Instead of pyros, I substituted poggers. People are going poggers uh, all the time. You, you know what else should stop? <laughs> this <laughs> this acronym. This uh, podcast. There you go. Uh, what? Okay, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We got it. Scorpions, totems, obelisks podcast namely the backliners they gotta listen beautiful. to the backliners podcast that's it beautiful nice well all done. done i'm i'm glad we got there all in a day's work uh barry you were saying about someone going poggers which is uh the fourth part of the uh, stop in a smite oh that's why you did that okay that makes sense oh yeah you were the one who uh, said it bro my god these adcs man, yeah that is insane <laughs> and then i don't really yeah i, I didn't actually watch game two because uh, I was watching it, but then the podcast had to start, so uh, here I am. What? And it kind of just looks like... What? Oh, on your stream, I was like, fair, we didn't podcast on Saturday. What are you talking about? Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I like how we're both, like, fried. Well, yeah, Our brains are just not in working condition right now. Yeah, I thought moving the podcast to Mondays would be a good thing because, you know, it's going to be the weekend. I'm probably going to be taking it easy. My, I'm not going to be in, like, work mode, so my brain mm -hmm. wasn't going to be working. But Mondays are typically very busy for me uh, on the design team in a, in a good and fun way. But it means that my brain is just absolutely toasted by the time we get to just buck wild. By the time we get to the podcast, which I'm sure what everyone wants anyways. And if you don't want it, then shut up and give us a good rating anyways. Go ahead, Barry. You were saying. Uh, yeah, game two. This looks like a really close game, and then came down to a fire giant fight. It was it it was it was less close than game one, from what I remember. I think game one, the bugs held on pretty decently, mm. and then eventually it sort of just slipped out of their hands. And then game game two, I think the dragons were pretty comfortably in the lead the entire time, and then eventually the bugs just couldn't really uh, hack at it. Fire giant fights yeah. eventually. Watching this last team fight and scream like all ends a guy that gets Kepri ulted, and whenever you're doing that as a Kali, you're just kind of yeah. Sad. The yeah. Kali don't really have that many opportunities. 
Yeah. yeah, sometimes she goes crazy, and sometimes, you know, she uh, just has those sad moments in games. But another gamer, Cthulhu's top damage, so, you know, we love that character. Really fun to play against. Cthulhu good. Um, all right, then it was the Valks up against the Bugs. Um, Valk kind of worked them game one. A sub-20 mm-hmm. minute victory in their first yeah. regular season game. Uh, Benny Hugo's 10-0-8 on Jean Quee. Um, has eight is it involved in 18 of the 20 kills for the Valkyries in this game, which is pretty nuts, even for a mid laner. Um, this was uh, this was good from the Valkyries. I watched some of that game and then missed the next two. Uh, the next two uh, did not look very close, but in the other direction. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Basically, it was the same game all three games, but uh, a different team won. You know, like. Mm-hmm. It was just a stomp. Like, both of these teams, from what I can tell, play the exact same way, where if they get a lead, they just start smorking and grouping as four, just hunting around the map. And literally every game was like that. Like, one team would get a huge lead early, group around the map, just roll whoever is in front of them, and then the game was over, like, in, like, 20, 25-ish minutes. Minutes. Yeah, Chuck, any, uh, any, did you get a chance to watch this set? Any thoughts on it in general? Uh, this set, I think, I think we saw the, uh, I, I think we watched the first game and then kind of uh, started talking about our set later that day mm-hmm. uh, after that. So I don't, I wasn't paying too much attention to games two and three. But yeah, I mean, it's... It's it's pretty difficult uh, when Benjamin Q is the only guy in the studio. <laughs> that got... was really troll. I thought it's oh. were very funny. Yeah, <laughs> no team. Yeah, just the That's true one v four performance there. Very high quality. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, they're 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 a new team to the SPL, and they've got half their team in a different country which from personal experience isn't the greatest i think mm-hmm. really yeah i mean there's, there's definitely I better things great. Yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised actually hmm. thank that's you for the uh, knowledge that's just yeah. oh the next set is a uh, full offense circuit right yeah, or, uh, you were excited about that aggro. I was, you know, I uh, it's no secret that that's something that I that I worked on, and um, <laughs> you know, it obviously was not uh, received as well as uh, we were hoping. But I think that there were definitely some mistakes that I made um, that we will all be learning from and all be applying and having a great time with in the future. Um, you made mistakes, of course, Sparrow. I, make I don't a, believe that. I stay making that's mistakes. Crazy. That's kind of my brand, you know. Um, have oh, you okay. seen us? This is like one of the first time in weeks that the the, the cameras have been in the correct order on the podcast. Um, <laughs> again, good podcast content. But yeah, I do think that there are, uh, I think there are still good applications for full damage circuit jungle. And I think there are still good applications for circuit support. Um, it, it's just not as ubiquitously good Uh as it once was you can't just top pick it and then uh solo their backliner by yourself as a full tank support assassin um and mm-hmm. i'll stand by that that's not good uh I'll, i'm holding well, fat strong and fast to that looking at the circuit pick here into a nim zeus medusa obviously i'm Did not sure like when you the draft yeah. uh 
Yeah, I kind of feel like if he goes on any one of those characters in a team fight, he just ins- gets instigived by the other ones. Yeah, so, I can't yeah. pull up. Unfortunately, uh, there is a slight hiccup on the website. I'm, I I can't pull up the draft order. I was actually looking forward to looking at it because um, I also don't I know where Sam picked it. Um, uh, it was it was he, lost, I think. Yeah, he picked a fourth, fifth from first pick. Interesting. I'm surprised. Into Atlas, Medusa, Zeus, Osiris. They, and they, they haven't seen the Nemesis it. yet. Yeah. yeah. But even still... still... I, Zeus is, I think, one of Sir Cat's worst matchups. Um, yeah. That's the... That's da- like damage Sir Cat especially. Yeah, damage yeah. Sir Cat especially. Yeah, Tank Sir Cat kinda... didn't care about anything. But, um... Really. But... Damage Sir Cat certainly cares about uh, a Zeus on the other side. So... You know, not sure what the what the game plan was there. Maybe the plan was just ignore the Zeus and kill everyone else in the early game and then get to the point where it didn't matter. Uh, that obviously didn't happen. I don't think mm-hmm. it means that Damage Circuit is unplayable. Um, I hope that's oh, not yeah, what it means. Course, yeah. But, um, you know, certainly was rooting for it to do a little bit better than it did uh, in, <laughs> that, uh, in that situation. But mm-hmm. the, the Titans, I, I did watch a little bit of this set. Um, Titans played really well. Uh, this team, you know, Sot, I thought, was was slotting in very well. He looked really good in the, the moments that I got a chance to watch. Osiris is just an insane character that I'm surprised does not see more play. Spe- Sot just makes that god look so broken. Um, and the Titans do what the Titans do, man. I mean, their, their back line is immaculate. Their front line was good. Um, and that uh that team is always going to be really 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 hard to beat when they get to execute their game plan so not a, not a huge surprise to see the titans come out looking pretty strong yeah i agree as well as i feel like dragons dragons draft like you have a full offense cat game one then game two you have like a jingwei aphrodite mm-hmm. and i feel like those aren't great yeah, I do remember Mike having a rough time on the Afro pick uh, early. I mean, maybe it's sick, but from my experience, I feel like those aren't great. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll we'll leave it at that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wanna... Listen, yeah. you know, yeah. a little experimentation in the drafting. It seems like for the dragon. Some, but... Sometimes, sometimes things don't stick. What can you do? Yeah, nothing you can mm-hmm. do about that. You know, it. It could be worse. It could be Hades in support. You know, like uh, it could always be that. So you gotta count your blessings where you can. Um, and that brings us to the set of the week: the Oni Warriors up against Leviathans. Uh, you know, Chuck. Yes. We... <laughs> Why was that so troll, man? Oh, <laughs> so troll. Um. We have been, uh, we have been fairly, fair. I, I will say, have been, have been pretty critical about what this phase means to you from my perspective of what yes. I, I think expectations should be for your team in phase one. And I'm not, you know, you don't, you certainly don't need to, to speak on them or, dis, or agree or disagree with them or anything like that. But do you... Are you guys putting more effort, or are you as an individual, I should say, do you think that this phase one is more important than other phase ones you've had with rosters that have either just formed or stuck together in the past? Do you think there's extra weight on this one in comparison? 
Oh, yeah, for sure, I think. I mean, this is like the first phase we really get to play as a team together with each other. Mm-hmm. All in the studio as opposed to in Europe. So it's kind of like... It, it, it's... I, I wouldn't say we're like... Uh, super dependent on results because mm. I think after the Bolts game, even though we lost uh, that set, we were all we were all pretty happy with uh, the way that we played and the improvement that we've seen, mm-hmm. uh, especially from some of the scrims that we've had uh, at the start of the split, uh, which were a, a little rough. But we uh, after a, after a couple talks and a lot of a little bit of chutzpah, we. Uh, <laughs> We we put in the work, and I'm happy that it showed off. And same with uh, same with the same with the this Levi's set. As much as I said we were happy, uh, you know, with the loss against the Bolts, winning against the Levi's was definitely a big uh, confidence booster. I guess would be an okay way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Like, because when you've spent, we haven't like really been able to. I don't think we've ever really had games where, or you know, enough showing of our what we think our real potential could be. I guess, mm-hmm. and so winning winning a set like that is like it's a oh hey we if we if we actually put what we've been learning about and talking about and working on fixing uh, all this time and actually. You know, coalesce that into playing correctly, then uh, we can get results uh, just like we've always wanted. So it's it's definitely a it's it's definitely a relief that we can uh, get results like that. Yeah, I think I think that none of what you said is a surprise to me. I think Fred is showing how important these games are. With how with his pop offs after every win, you know my man's <laughs> yeah. getting amped, and I love it. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm sure if I were on that team, that would amp me up. Um, and I love seeing how invested a guy like Fred, who's been playing this game for nine damn years, uh, yeah, is still getting over phase one regular season win. He he really is popping off in week one phase one. Yep, and I I love him for it. I love him for it too, man. I love him for it. The chairs don't, but uh, the rest <laughs> of us, the rest of us do. Um, game one was pretty convincing. I mean, Nika kind of went hammy salami again, to use a technical term. Uh, basically, had a, he had like a near penta. I feel like this game, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was pretty good. Yeah, he was I, 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 yeah. I, I think game one was pretty heavily draft based. Mm-hmm. Not not like not fully draft based, but if you compare Levi's bans from game one to game two, it completely changed to basically all of our all of our picks that we had in game one. Yep. So they banned three god. They were first pick, and they banned three gods that you played, and yep. none of what they banned the first game. Um, yeah. So I think I wouldn't say they were like unprepared because I mean. Uh, what did they ban? They banned Cleo, Ardio, Morrigan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, Dardes popped off on Morrigan against Bolt, so that's a very valid ban, I feel. And we also did pretty good uh, work on that Morrigan against Levi's later in the set, too. Mm-hmm. And then Cleo, Ardio, obviously, dominating the solo lane. So 
I, I think they came in with a pretty good plan, but odd, we just ended up getting a lot of uh, valuable picks into what they had, so... Yeah, I really like this Kabrakin pick for Fred. I mean, he doesn't get a kill. He goes 0-4-12 in the game, but had a really good impact um, overall. I think, you know, we, again, I in particular last year w- was pretty critical of of what Fred was or was not doing. Um, certainly not the only culprit for uh the lack of success but i think fred coming back into form and playing the way that that everyone knows he can um is gonna do a lot uh yeah because jungle is just op and important so um (laughs) you know your your jungler's got to play well in order for you to beat good teams that's kind of how it goes so yeah i mean breaking any new ground there yeah, when he's playing at like 200 ping, getting very sad every scrim session, and then not seeing results. Yep. At the uh, you know, every week when we play, it's 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 definitely disheartening, and I think he fell into. I mean, not think I know because we've talked about. I, I think we've talked about publicly, uh, you know, just how hard it is to like def- like have or like play your role correctly so you kind of default into uh you know i'm just gonna get in there and throw down my kit and if i die then oh, I, i'm hoping to god nika on real ping and vote on real pink and mm-hmm. get some abilities and clean up so right yeah n- now that he's able to play on a level playing field and we're all like you know we've had the reset off uh the new season and we're coming in uh fresh like that then it's yeah he's able to like uh like you said show the player that everyone knows that he can be Mm -hmm. definitely uh excited about what's going to be going on um unfortunately after all this positive talk and how happy everyone is we do have to talk about this game two and i love uh, love game two (laughs) and namely the way it ended um run run me through it here chuck this is the game of course that 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 panatom you guys went you wipe them almost at fire you get eft you're walking down to end the game and a sneaky little panatom goes into your time oh boy that guy yeah i mean i was in picture this Uh me in my in in my little coaching booth uh oxy to my right uh we we wipe and i can't remember if we did fire or just went to the end you got uh, fire and it, then fought them afterwards okay thank thank you mm-hmm. it, it was just too traumatic for me to remember at this point <laughs> but i'm in my little booth oxy to the right i hear all five of them say we could get backdoored here maybe we should back <laughs> fred oh. starts fred starts his base for about half a second uh and then we kind of drift away from that topic and just kind of, well, we, we say, I, I think they thought that they saw everyone or they had everyone in vision so that they weren't going for the Mac door. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, Spectator Cam was hovering uh, Mr. Panatome as he walked directly into our Titan and <laughs> pressed four. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the initial the initial feeling is definitely, goddamn, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That is the most Neil Ma thing I have ever heard out, come out of anyone's mouth except for Neil Ma's mouth. That was yeah, well, unbelievable, Chuck. That he, was incredible. He, he rubs off on you. He really does. I, I tell people all the time, one of my favorite Neil phrases, and I have a lot of them. Neil's a great phrase guy. But anytime anyone sa- says like anything that is contradictory to what I want them to do, I just mutter, <laughs> you're so scared. <laughs> yep. All the time. That's, uh, yep. And I, I have adopted that. Completely ripped it. And Mifflin has stolen it from me, and who stole it from Neil, of course. And it's just all, it's just so, it's just so good. Use, it's I infectious. use it all the time. It really is. Yeah, I use it all the time. I didn't know it came from Neil. That's a Neil Ma. Yep. That's crazy. A, Neil, a, a vintage Ma. Yes, it is. Homegrown. <laughs> right, in the, right in the Ma Gardens, for sure. <laughs> um, the Ma Vineyard, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be such a because you still have a game to play. You know, you're. Yeah. I'm sure everyone was. Fred was about to go absolutely monkey mode in the booth for, <laughs> for two owing the Leviathans. Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta reel it back. You know. Yeah, it was it was a high, quickly followed by a very deep low. But I think after that, it was. I mean, by the time I got, I I, I had walked back to the booth. Everyone was in. It was kind of like. We kind of did just stomp them mm-hmm. very badly until we messed up, you know, and and didn't base right. It's 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 not even like you miss a an ability or like you you know make a misjudgment or a, a, a miscall in a team fight. It's like you just straight up don't do something that's very obvious and very clearly fixable and shouldn't like really happen. So it's kind of like okay. We'll uh we'll just we'll just try that again and we'll play how we played the previous two games minus the last twenty seconds mm-hmm. and we'll be in uh, prime position to uh, win the set. So not not the best, but in in those moments you've kind of just gotta take the take the good that you can and uh, carry on. Barrow, were you? Did you lose to a back door last year? Uh, that sounds familiar to me. I've lost to a ton of back doors, so uh, most likely yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Gore could figure out who has lost to the most back doors. I remember whose back like, door is the most open is basically what I'm asking. Huh? I mean, they say that in Bridgeton. Yeah, they do say that in Bridgeton. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, okay, never mind. I'm gonna walk back from the ledge as Barry and I have clearly established. We're backing up a little bit. Oh, it's probably me. I remember once, like it was like season one or season zero uh, against Dig or like Lassus Dig. Uh, Is this the Yanis? Uh, maybe. Was that one Naw on there? Naw was on their team. Uh, yeah, it might have been. Naw was a Yanis player. I remember. We were like not. I, yeah, the, the, the Yanis backdoor was the not was nor I think. Yeah, because we didn't end on purpose because they had a DC. We're like, okay, let's just get a Phoenix. Let's not be cringing in the game. And then we turn around and they're on our Titan ending the game. We're like, <laughs> oh my goodness! Like we literally could just ended the game. Like, but we don't want to be like those guys because back then I don't think you could pause for like 
an indefinite amount of time like you can now. Yeah. So it was like the three, three-minute pauses or whatever, and like they had used all theirs. So we're like, okay, let's just like wait and see if his internet comes back or whatever. But yeah, I've been backdoored a lot over the years. And each time it's like, except for that one time, the the eager one. I was, was it eager or dick? I don't know. It was one of those. Um, and after that time, I'm like, we could get backdoored here. And then it's like, ah, that'll be fine. Let's get some words out. Like the one time... I think it's like the Luminosity enemy one, yeah. where our ward died right before they crossed over. That one was a fun one. That was that was a real good one. So it's I don't good. Remember, you 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 like it then? Is that your favorite way yeah. to lose? Yeah, really enjoyable way. Um, you <laughs> just playing for thirty minutes and then like having the game right in front of you and then still lose is just really fun. Oh yeah, and then layers back toward us last year. I think. I want to say that was like the Titan set. Yeah, um, that sounds right. Where we were just dancing around fire, and then I was like, "That dual wave's going in. The Nim could be there." And then it's like, "Oh, she's there. Okay, we lose. That's that's also fun. I like that." Um, but yeah, it's, it's probably me, honestly. Probably me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, SK PK and us last year. I don't think we've lost to that many backdoors, but minions have been a bit of an issue and there've been some oh. there've been a couple tight uh tight matches I think against Kings uh I I can't I can't remember the specifics cuz they were white traumatic yeah yeah <laughs> but uh, we we've we've had issues with uh clearing waves and fighting on <laughs> the Gigante Fuegos <laughs> The PvE is just the hardest part of the game, and those minions fight back. Yeah. Unreal. Chuck, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job here. I want to make that very clear. Of course, of course. But have you ever tried to put it in raid terms to Dardes? Have you ever tried to say, Dardes, this is the phase where we need to clear the ads and just see how he reacts to that? You know what? Uh, when we go on to sweep this entire phase, uh, it'll be because I've implemented exactly that. Just next time, down the next whole time Baba goes absolutely pool. sicko mode, <laughs> it is because he is seeing a WoW raid yes. right now. Surely you can just put. I just imagine you being like Dardes has a very important team meeting tonight. Make sure you're there, <laughs> and you like. You group up in one of the apartments and you like turn off all the lights and you pull down a projector screen and you turn on like one of the old school projectors. You've got some glasses on and like one of the like little pointers, like the the extended pointers you got to like pull out and you like whip it on the mat and you're like, this is how Smite is exactly like a WoW Raid. (laughs) And then you just break down the entire game with WoW Raid terminology and Dardes becomes the undisputed goat. Allow me to present my PowerPoint presentation. Yes, exactly. It's a whole PowerPoint. My, my, liter- my literary thesis. <laughs> Phase one, the early game. <laughs> Just, that's, uh, in this encounter, yeah, we've, we've got this whole thing. We, we can get the details ironed out later. Think, think of the Titan as Arthas. <laughs> The the lit the lich the lich king. <laughs> I know wow words. I'll need to study. I'll need to study to no, uh, bring, like bring Dardes to his full potential. But no. rest assured, we'll get there. 
It, look, if you need an outside consultant, uh, Nick Pretty Hair Keo, the Wow Goat, by my estimation, uh, w- I'm sure would absolutely love this project and would be uh, it would be okay. highly All right. keen on helping out in that regard. I'm sensing a collaboration in the future. Yeah, this is uh, this is big time. Um, game three, you guys did not, it seems, uh, I did not get a chance to watch this game at all, but it does not, by the stats, seem like you had, you did have complete control of the early. You guys win this game still down 5,000 gold. So, uh, yeah, give me well, the I, I, I think we actually did have decent early, uh, control. We were decently far up in the early game. And then I think about mid, mid game, we took some bad fights that ended up i I, th- I think we ended up losing fire and then uh this 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 was a this was a pk sk classic of uh step into my phoenix uh fellas and we'll we'll see what you made of and uh we 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 nika healed like a a billion percent of his health Mm. on on cleo and just kept killing on that uh on on our last phoenix defense he and did was, go five uh, one and seven and do 30k player damage that is a thing that he did yeah he it turns out nika patio is pretty good at uh that's my game yeah what'd you say nika patio oh <laughs> you know like bear when you're looking at your at a house you're like the backyard's nice but it could use a nika patio um it's like the same sort of thing Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so um, I was going to say something, and then, and then Barra just completely derailed me by not knowing what a patio okay. is. Sorry. Uh, uh, Barra, what was I going to say, man? Go ahead and tell me what I was going to say, please. Uh, They didn't buy Ankh into hell and won? Yeah, we kind of had enough anti-heal. Also, yeah, what was... kind of crazy. What was, uh, what was Neil playing? Ganesh. 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 Oh, thank you. Thank you. I don't have to open my little black little black book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if can, how is Ganesh going to get into the back line, right, and press that arc on all of those characters? Sprinting. I think. Uh, oh. Yeah, but then we don't have all of those other actives that are super important. Frenzy. So <laughs> it's uh, it, it was a calculated yeah. it was a calculated risk, and we had enough anti heal, I feel, to be able to run them over yeah Shinto yeah. did drop 20k player healing and ronnie had another five but uh yeah in an l you know so there you I go mean, yeah i mean it turns out healing is uh pretty 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 good at times so interesting yeah yeah that's uh, never been a thing in smite before i remember what i was gonna say bear thank you for reminding me you didn't by the way you're welcome um okay it was what Chuck said oh. about coming in, the the old PKSK coming to our Phoenix and see what you're made of. If Jameson or anyone from the video team is listening, uh, or Chuck, you can you can certainly deliver this straight to them because I know you're going to be keen to do so. Of if course. you next time you guys are in the studio for content, if you could take Neil and take him into the green screen room, there's a there's a big room at the studio that is just a, a wall. It's a giant area that's all green screened. I've, and I've, I've been. I want Neil to take a stick and act as if he's underneath his own phoenix, knowing yeah. that they can't siege into him. And I want him to draw a line in the sand, you know, and say... The green sand. Yeah, in the green sand. They'll put the sand in afterwards. That's all done yep, in yep, post-production. Yep. Um, and, and just let, you know, just 
come into our Phoenix and see what you're made of and, you know, make a little tough guy out of Neil. Um, and that's content I want to watch. Impossible. You cannot do that. He's a tough guy. Ah, uh, is he though? No, he's a big sweetheart. He's he's a, he's a he's a little he's a little he's a little little fella. Unless you're a golf ball, in which case he will smack the absolute stuffing out of you. Uh, boy Willie, he's, he's been going ballistic on the uh, on the pong table outside the. Uh, really? Is he outside the old uh, the old uh, SPL room? Is he better than Dardes? Uh, no, Dardes I mean, is the Parisian champ. You yeah. cannot you cannot contend him. Dardes is the best ping pong player I've ever played against. But I have improved mightily since I played against Dardes last. I don't think it's enough to beat him, but I'm not intimidated by Neil. Uh, the only way I'd lose to Neil is if I get lost in his eyes in the middle of our match. That's the only. Yeah, way. that that is a constant danger. Yeah, that is a fear. Um, all right, well that uh, that does it for week one of the SPL. A big week for the Oni homies uh, coming out one and one, but um, some some competitive games even in the losses. Next, quick preview of next week i'm going to give you guys my matchup of the week uh this is an impromptu segment that i've just come up with because i didn't know how else to segue us until the end of the show and all i'm doing now by complaint not complaining but explaining this is buying myself time to internalize all of these sets uh and then pick my favorite one and i've arrived on the first set of saturday it's the atlantis leviathans up against the tartarus titans that's the that's the leviathans first set uh you know, for the defending champs, a team that we said should have the highest expectations of any defending champion since Season 2 Energy. Um, they did not look particularly convincing Week 1. Uh, and now they're going up against a Titans team that looked that did look pretty convincing in Week 1. Imagine if the Leviathans play against a tough Titans team and then a tough Bolts team, stumble in both of those, start the year 1-3. and three. That's a mm. storyline right there, gentlemen. That is a storyline. Yeah, I think that's that's gonna mean a lot to the Leviathans. Yes. I mean, it, in my opinion, it's still like the top two teams in the SPL playing off against each other. So, Leviathans need to look good in that set. Like they need to have a confident day, or they're gonna keep stumbling. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Chuck, instead of asking you for your opinion on if the set's gonna be good, because Barra took that segment from you, it's now up to you to choose a winner. Okay. In Agro's matchup of the week between the Leviathans and the Titans. Sorry? Uh, a winner, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, hmm. That's a, that's a loaded question. Uh, let me, let me, let me ponder. Aren't all questions loaded? That's true. That's true. Some, some more than others. I agree with uh, that. One, one could say. I, I would say I'd be one of those. Huh. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's hard to call after one week of play. I feel. I think Leviathans uh, definitely have the uh, the pedigree to, you know, be able to play lights out any game, any set they show up to, and I think Titans are the same. I th- I would uh, going off last uh, this last uh, week of play, I would probably lean more towards Titans. Mm. Uh, just just because I I mean. If if Leviathans get back into uh, their world's winning form, or at least some, you know, approximation of that, I think uh, they could very easily take it. I think if they keep in this 
not to say they played badly uh, mm. this week uh, against us or against uh, the uh, their other match that Kings. I can't remember right now. Kings, yes. Uh, but I think, yeah, th- there's. I, I I would I would give it to Titans. I would give it to Titans right now. I'm glad you came up with an answer, Chuck, because I was about to kneel Ma on you right there. <laughs> Uh, Thank you. You weren't as scared as you could have been, though you did sound a little bit scared by my estimation. Um, I was just pondering. Yeah, that's fair. Lost in thought. <laughs> well, now, Barra, uh, you don't have to give me an answer on the on that particular set, but the Atlantis Leviathans currently one and one. They play the Titans and you guys Saturday and Sunday. What will be the Leviathans' record after this week? Ooh. Uh, I mean, hopefully a one and three, you know. I feel like that would fit the storyline. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully our week of scrims goes good and we can apply the, the things that we struggled with. And hopefully we can help contribute to the one and three. What is all this hopefully, man? You're scared too. I'm, I'm surrounded by a bunch of scaredy cats here. No, that's, not scared. We just got a lot of things to work on before this weekend, you know. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of things to crease out, you know. So, uh... I'm just saying. I'm not scared. I'm just hoping that uh, you know. You, you can... know what would help crease those out? A little bit of a little bit of confidence. Yeah, you know? agreed. I thought you were gonna do like a Mint Mobile read right there. That would have been so good. Uh, oh my god! Give me. I was so expecting. Give, give, give me the script, baby. I'll <laughs> I'll chill anything you want. That'd be that would be wonderful, Chuck. If you do a, a pregame interview this week, uh, just read the Mint Mobile script for us. That would be, <laughs> that would be really good. Um, all right, gentlemen, here's how it's done. Here's a hot take for you. Uh, Leviathans are coming out of this week three and one. That's, uh, that's my prediction. They're winning both sets. Wow. That's, uh, that's, yeah. That's... I, it's, that is, that is a valid opinion. Definitive. I, I respect that. And I think it is, uh, extremely possible because you yep. know what? All of these teams in this SPL of ours are just so good. And I can't wait to tune in every week uh, to smitegame.tv slash twitch.com and just watch watch That's the best link. of the best go at it. Yep, he, and he got the link right too, everyone. That's really <laughs> impressive. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, whatever he just said, for sure. That was spot on. Um, all right, random question of the week, as we typically do. Mm-hmm. I think I've had enough uh, of coming up with these all on my own, Bear. And I'm not putting it on your plate for once. Instead, I was DM'd a good question of the week. And I would like to encourage people to DM me potential random questions of the week. I almost certainly will not respond because I barely ever respond to random DMs. But I do read them. Um, And I like this one from Cole. So shout out to Cole. Cole said, I have a potentially good random question of the week for you. In terms of a parking spot at a store or something, where and how do you determine where to park? Uh, if I'm getting a lot of things, it's next to the cart, uh, returner. If I'm not getting anything, or not getting anything, okay, I'm driving to a store. If I'm getting, like, less than, like, ten things, and I can carry them in, like, the little, what is the thing called my brain is farting? Basket, that's it. Spot on, aggro. Uh, then I will park at the entrance, or as close to the door as possible. Interesting. So it's about the cart return for you. So yep. it sounds to me like a grocery store trip. What about at like a, a crowded mall? Oh, uh, just as close to the entrance as possible for a mall. Mm, okay, Chuck. Any or like for you? closer uh, to the store that I'm going to. 
I mean, I kind of feel you'd be trolling if it wasn't if you weren't just jamming it in as close to the front door as possible, right? Like, I want to get in, I want to get out. No muss, no fuss. Show me the show me the goods, and I'll get out of there. I'm 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 not shopping. I'm not shopping for. I'm, I'm not shopping for the experience. Up on the other monitor, this whole freaking <laughs> show, man. <laughs> this whole freaking show, man. Unbelievable. Yeah, this might come as a surprise to you, fellas, but I have overthought this this question already. Um, and I, I promise you, I did not think about it at all. And except for, I like this question and I'm going to answer it, but I've been thinking about it while y'all, while y'all are answering. When it comes to the grocery store, Barra is correct. The closest to the cart return you can get the better, but never the two spots next to the cart return, because someone is just going to not do the right thing and put the cart in there. Uh, also, if you listen to the podcast and you leave your cart in the parking lot or like don't put it where it's supposed to go um either start putting it where it's supposed to go or stop listening because you're not welcome around here put the cart where it's supposed to go yeah it, it doesn't gain you anything but it's the right thing to do that's the uh, ethical dilemma yeah if you the shopping cart problem if i ever i'm not kidding if i ever went grocery shopping with a friend and they like left the cart somewhere if I, for whatever reason, didn't want to say anything in that moment, which I almost certainly would, um, I would, I that would significantly impact my opinion of that person. Uh, I would think they suck a lot more um, than I did previously. Assuming, uh, maybe I thought they sucked to begin with. In which case, why am I going to the grocery store with them? When it comes to a crowded mall, it's not about That's where I'm going first. Okay, it's about where I'm going last. That's what you have to think about when it comes to the mall layout. So oftentimes, I'm trying to get in there, go to the food court first and foremost. That's key. And then go to whatever store on the back end. So I'm going to park the last place I plan on going. And if that means I've got to take a longer walk to get to the first place I'm going, so be it. But by the time I'm getting out of that mall, I want to be able to get to my car as fast as possible. So that's, uh, that's how I lay it out. Are, are you scoping out the floor plan the day before, like Solid Snake or something, to, uh, <laughs> no, this to figure is not, this out? No, or? certainly not in situations where I've never been to the mall before. But you know, if I've, you know, the, the I went to the same mall growing up since I was able to go to a mall or whatever, and until I left, right. and uh, I've only ever been to one mall here in Georgia, um, so I, I just know where I want to park in relation to those. That was a lot, Agro. That was. Yeah, we talked was... about brands, Barra. This is mine. Um, I like to go really in depth about the most mundane things possible. Yeah, and I'm on the. My brand. Side. Yeah, that is well, guess... my brand. Well, I guess I went pretty in depth for for my answer because no my normal answer is like, oh yeah, I don't care. It's just a parking spot. But I actually true. had like strategy for this one. So that reminds me, Barra, of our one of our very first random questions of the week. And it was describe your <laughs> perfect sandwich? sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck, would you believe this guy? I almost just said the <laughs> F word on this podcast because oh, no. it makes me so <laughs> mad. This freaking guy goes, I don't know, like a pub sub? 
And I'm like, okay, fine. But like, what's on the pub sub? Like what bread are you getting? And he goes, I don't know. Bread? Okay. That should be illegal. <laughs> bread, huh? I'm just a relaxed kind of guy. All bread tastes good to me. All sandwiches taste good it's not to me. What you tastes know, good, got... Barrett? But what tastes best? What's the what's your favorite? It's an it's you a know, thing about you. Min-maxing? I'm not min-maxing my sandwiches. Why I mean, not? I have the That's things thing that I like, and I from. I have the things that I like and dislike, obviously. But like, right. I don't like harp on it. You know, if it's wheat, if it's Italian, if it's white, you know, like so. You're, all those so you're telling delicious. me, Barra, you're telling me that huh? something could be a nine out of ten that wouldn't bother you a whole lot. You know. <laughs> uh huh. That it could be a nine out of ten, and, and the and the one to make it a ten out of ten doesn't really matter that much. You could just give it to it. It's not that big of a deal to you. That's completely but, but different. Think about think about how the bread feels about being rated a nine out of ten. The bread situation. wants a freaking rating at all, Vera. It's <laughs> you call it all bread, man. It's all bread. It's all it's all good. All bread is delicious. Then give Destiny's cookies the ten, Barra. That's all that's the whole <laughs> argument, man. If it's not that big of a deal, just give her the ten. Good lord. Not not give it I can't just hand them out, dude. You clearly can! You can! You know. No, no, the breads aren't tins. It's just it's bread. I like bread. What's wrong with liking bread? What's the bread that's the 10 then, Barra? What's the bread that's the 10? I don't think I've had a bread that's a 10. I can see you getting riled up in your chair right now on the podcast. Oh, yeah! (laughs) You're just not making any sense! You're jumping around. You're not making any sense! You're just saying things that don't mean anything. What is going on? All right, we're in the podcast. What's your 10 then? What do you mean, what's my 10? I described my perfect sandwich to you. Yeah, that was like three years ago, dude. Listen, man, I want... I remember you had the most in-detail, like, in-depth sandwich, and, like, who cares? Me. I want to know that about a person. I want to know what their favorite sandwich is. And what... It's a... It's a... It's a... It's a... You know, people love their Harry Potter Patronus. I want to know how to make your perfect sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares about what Harry Potter house you're in? Talk to me about what type of drink you want on a hot day. That's the time. That's that's more substantive to me. You know, it represents who you are. And you yeah, and you I just want bread. Person. I do. I love bread. Bread's great. I also love sandwiches. All sandwiches are good. Uh huh. What, Bear? I'm gonna give you a do over right now. <laughs> Can you please, for the love of God, tell me your perfect sandwich? Okay, I'm going to be real. I'm just going to pre-apologize. I don't really eat sandwiches anymore because, you know, most sandwiches, most sandwiches have meat in them. Yeah, He's no, baby. you're right. I know. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to say like a okay, tofu sandwich. How about this? How about this? That's like, Sarah, let's say okay. you become God Emperor. Okay, you have complete control Gosh. over the universe. All right, and you get to make your perfect sandwich. You get to snap your fingers, and it's all vegan, right? You can say bacon oh, okay. is now grown from plants. 
and it's the healthiest oh, thing be... on earth for you because you're god emperor and you get to do that right oh that'd be sick okay i know i've thought about what i would do as god emperor a lot the first thing make reese's puffs the <laughs> best the bet the healthiest yeah, food naturally. on earth <laughs> that's the first thing yeah. i do if i was god emperor everyone would love me instantly man i gotta go on diet i gotta go on a diet what should i eat doctor you should have more reese's puffs everyone's happy it's a win-win I feel like your blood pressure is going up right now, dude. This is not <laughs> I need some Reese's Puffs. Anyways, what's that? <laughs> eat them up, eat them up, eat them up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Please describe to me your uh, perfect sandwich. It, okay. It, assuming uh, it can all be vegan. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, so it'd probably be... The one that I would go to the most is, like, the Italian. I don't, honestly, at this point, even remember the meats that are on an Italian sandwich. Okay. But that is what I would always gravitate towards. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Um, And then, okay, it's going to be, like, out of order uh, as I remember things. That's fine. Um, But salt and pepper. Uh Um, I don't know why. I always add oregano. I don't even know if it does anything, but I add it because it's on there. Yeah, oregano's good. Uh, And then, in my opinion, pepper jack cheese is the best cheese on a sandwich. Okay. I don't know why, but I love pepper jack. Yeah, a little spice, a little heat here and there, but also like a good flavor uh, throughout each bite. Sure. Um, And, oh, yeah, okay, I remember. Um, So as I got older, uh, I started loving spinach over lettuce on sandwiches. That's a smooth. So big spinach fan, and then a ton of jalapenos. Like... Oh. I want to be on fire the whole time I'm eating it. Mm-hmm. Like that that level of spice is really good to me. Mm-hmm. And then also at the same time, I want banana peppers on there. Yeah, because banana peppers, it it just gives like a lot of like depth to each bite, and yeah. you're like a little crunch. Your taste buds are going all over the place. Exactly, a nice yeah. crunch. Yeah. Um, and then I also want a small slice of tomato, not a mm. big one. Yep. A small one, because if it's too big, it overtakes every bite, Agreed. and it's just like this, it's just this wet, like, sopping mess in your mm-hmm. mouth, and you don't want a wet sandwich, because then it infects the bread, and, like, that's not great. Right, um, And then also, uh, vinegar and oil. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I add that, but I like it. No, it makes it nice uh, and moist, but not, like, from the tomato <laughs> uh, exploding everywhere. A, a, a different moist. Yes. Yeah, a different moist. Um, okay. And then... Lastly, if I had to choose only one bread, it would be like a strong, like dark wheat bread because it balances out the uh, heat from the jalapenos and the sweetness of the banana peppers. And each bite is like, there's so much going on in your mouth that it's like, each bite is different, but it's also the same. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's an enjoyable experience. And I'm not a big fan of like bacon on sandwiches, not a big fan of, um, Uh, what's okay? I had another meat in mind that's like kind of uh, my brain just farted again. It's like bacon. I can't. Oh, never mind. It was like pepperonis or something weird like that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That's my. That's my. That's my sandwich. I'll. I'll, I'll cut it off there. Oh, yeah, I'm very... and uh-huh. it needs to like. It needs to not be too big. Uh-huh. Like. You need to be able to bite it, but not, like, unhinge your jaw when you're biting it. Right. right. So the bread should be, like, this enormous, like, yeah, yeah. 
You're welcome. I'm really proud of you. If you want you. my actual take of a sandwich I do. and not me trolling you on the podcast, that's that my sandwich. Yeah, that's all I want. And I'm really proud was, of you. That was, that was well reasoned. This is a good this was a good and, for us. And if I may, yeah. well seasoned. Well seasoned, indeed. That was <laughs> fair. That that made me feel a lot better. You've come a long way. Normally, I just enjoy trolling you, but I genuinely felt bad for you in this moment, so I had to... Oh, go great! So it was that a pity! It was a pity sandwich! I don't need your charity, old man! This I'm done with this episode, man. That was a good moment for us, Vera, and then you go and ruin it. This is like you telling Destiny I was messing with you. It was a 10 out of 10 on your cookies. And then going, nah, I just thought you needed it. I don't need your pity sandwich, even though you put good thought into it. I think yeah. that you've really changed over the years, Barra. That was a year one podcast question. I think that I've rubbed off on you in a way. Uh, you have. And you I'm have taking credit for it. Um, and I think that you're just shy and covering it up by saying you are, you're normally trolling. And uh, that's my headcanon. And I won't change it, no good, matter what. Good headcanon. I don't know what that is, but good that's a good head cannon. Chuck, there. thanks for coming on this particularly unhinged episode. Yeah, no. A long space. episode. This was a long episode. It got weird um, at multiple <laughs> points. But there was some tension. Uh, Different. I'm glad it's resolved, right? But somewhat similar to Bridgerton yeah. in some ways. <laughs> but mostly different, to be clear. Um... Give us a rating, midmobile.com slash backliners. Not, not, not a 9 out of 10. A not 10 a 9 out, out of 10, because my god, if you're going to be absolutely stingy over that last star, seek help. <laughs> the best podcast in the world, so, you know, it's it's okay. You yeah. Know. <laughs> What's going on? Barrett, <laughs> please. Bye! <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's about right. <laughs> My throat is so dry today, man. Destiny left the windows open yesterday, and there's pollen everywhere in this house, man. I can't breathe. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.